All right, welcome everyone to my very first podcast, Off the Bookshelf, with your host, me, Chris Morales. I'm so excited to finally get this content out there. My aim for this podcast is to help digest meaningful books and help apply it to your everyday life. Um, I'll be covering a variety of books from finances to philosophy. Um, I believe everyone on this earth has something uh, they offer in terms of value or lessons you can learn from, uh, whether it be through experiences, uh, through their studies, through their work. Before I get started, I wanted to thank my uh, two close friends, Chanel and Zeke, for helping make the audio intro for this track. Um, and then also the cover art uh, for my podcast. Um, big shout out for them. I'm so thankful for them. And then the next thing I wanted to do is actually start off with a quote. Um, it's by Modimir J. Alder. And the quote is, in the case of good books, the point is not to see how many of them you could get through, but rather how many can get through you. And I think uh, a lot of people miss the point on books sometimes because they try to read so many at a time and just fly by through them. But I think the main purpose is to digest the material for all it is and see the ins and outs of how you could um, apply the book in your life. And I feel like you can. And that's what I'm going to do. Um, so for today's podcast, I'm going to be going over Man's Search for Meaning by Victor E. Frankel. Frankel was a psychiatrist who endured uh, the brutalities of the Nazi concentration camps during World War II. Um, he provides the psychoanalytics in terms of how he was able to find uh, meaning through his suffering and how he was able to analyze others who um, experienced these hardships with him. It's a really beautiful book that is just renounced by many people around the world by uh, having a big impact on them. And the book starts off with the beautiful quote right away, which he states, He who has a why to live for can bear almost any how. So that's just really showing how if you have a meaning and purpose in your life that no matter what obstacle is presented in front of you, that you'll be able to get through it, um, knowing that meaning is pushing you, propelling you forward. And he also states that a life isn't a quest for pleasure or power, but a quest for meaning. And Frankl's three sources of meaning come from, number one, work that you do. Number two is going to be uh, love or compassion for someone. And three, um, the courage that you build um, through a difficult time, so perseverance. So suffering in its own self is meaningless. The way we give meaning is how we respond to it. So I think Viktor Frankl, through you know all the tragedies that he had to you know endure and go through and was presented with, um, he was still able to find meaning in his life. And I think in order for someone to you know really come out of suffering is to find a purpose that you want to live for so um there's always going to be forces beyond your control that you know happen to you in life that's just how life is inevitably no matter how shitty it could be at times life there's a lot of curveballs at you and i think you have to be willing to adjust learning to sacrifice and just learn to move forward i think is the key thing here so I don't want to go um, into too much detail of the book because if you do decide to pick up the book and read it, uh, I want you to have you know, your own experience with the book uh, without giving too much away. Uh, but another uh, lesson I wanted to uh, touch up upon 
was how Victor's biggest takeaway, I think, in it, and how he was able to uh, just go through all these adversities was uh, his attitude towards things. He really talks about how your life being at risk every day just because, you know, you might not be fit to work. You just get sent to a gas chamber or a crematorium um, or you'll just be sick or incredibly ill. Your body's just not functioning, you know, just from the tiredness and the lack of sleep, the lack of nutrition. So how is he able to find, you know, meaning in all this? And I think his perception on life was that he sees a future down the line. He sees a way out still. He is clinging on to that just spiritual need of, you know, life itself. And um, I know he gave one great description in which he said, you know, those who gave up, you know, had no meaning in life. And he, he even said himself that he could just see them kind of vegetate away because they just gave up in the camps. I'm not saying that it's an easy choice to uh, find meaning through all this because those people who had, you know, all their family members killed, uh, all their works, um, occupations just taken away from them, their homes, their property, you know, they didn't see a meaning and they saw that as the only way out. And, you know, I don't blame them because I don't have that, you know, personal experience of what they've gone through. And I wish no one, you know, has that in the future, but... You know, that is what man is capable of doing. And I think it's a big takeaway in history um, to learn from our past and to move forward again. And I think Victor was really able to make the best um, given his situation. Um, in the book, he talks about how he would still find uh, humor and light in spite of all this darkness, in particular by helping other individuals that he was in camp with, you know, find that sense of humor could kind of provided that sense of being, you know, being able to express feelings, emotions, and, um, just connect with one another. Cause you know, through this whole time, they were just treated like animals and, you know, they kind of lost that sense of, you know, human dignity that they had going. Uh, another quote that Victor shares in his book that I want to share with you all is, is, does not matter what we expect from life, but what life expects from us. Now, I had to read this a couple of times over and think to myself in the head because in my head, because it's just it's really deep. So I think often uh, times in life, you know, we're expecting things in terms of gratification, you know, achievements. And, you know, we're always expecting, expecting, uh, you know, I want this, I want that, you know, you know, what, what is life going to bring to me versus what are you bringing to life? Which is just mind blowing, <laughs> you know, like what are you providing to life? Are you enhancing someone's day? Are you, you know, bettering society? You know, what are you doing for life? And I think that's a really important question to ask yourself because, you know, if you're not really providing purpose to other people and only yourself I think you're causing a major setback in terms of you know a purposeful driven life all right so one of the key therapies that Victor talks about in his book and that he's helped advance in the uh, psychological field is called uh, logotherapy this type of therapy focuses on the future 
meaning that is needed to be fulfilled by an individual and as a psychiatrist helping them become aware of that meaning. Um, he's used this in a variety of patients that are suffering from depression, uh, suicidal thoughts, and helping, the, uh, helping them overcome that state of mind and fulfilling that purpose. Um, I think, you know, this is something that's really key to talk about because I think everyone's meaning in life is different based upon their individual um, perception that they have in life and what is important to them. So what Victor, you know, puts in a perfect description um, in responding to, you know, what is the meaning of life? He says, put in this into perspective, you have a chess champion and a student. The student tells his master, what is the best move in the world? And the master says, no such thing as the best move in the world, apart from a particular situation and a game and personality of an opponent. So what this is saying is one should not search for, you know, general meaning of life, but rather, you know, given that point in time in life, you know, what is your meaning going to be? Because I feel like, you know, your meaning is always adapting. It's always changing, you know, as you get older, um, as you take on different roles, you know, as you meet new people, you know, you're going to have different meanings in your life. And I think, you know, it's it's always changing. At the core, it could be the same thing. Don't get me wrong for um, the individual. But, you know, it's always changing and it's that's not the whole picture. You know, every piece of the puzzle is needed in order to see the whole picture. So I think that's what he's trying to say um, in terms of meaning in life. One of the quotes in the book by Victor in which he states, Man has both potentialities within himself, which when is actualized depends on decisions, but not on conditions. He goes on to say that man is who created the gas chambers, but man is also who entered those gas chambers upright. And I think these are two uh powerful messages in the book because you know often in life we always blame our environment and um are the conditions that we are going through or suffering and you know sometimes it's out of our control but often the time the one thing you do have control is is how you respond to it and i think that you know by building that habit in your life by being able to see either the positive outcome from it or by seeing, you know, how am I going to benefit from this? Or, you know, once I do get through this, you know, I'm, I'm going to be able to go back to, you know, doing what I love to do, whether it be, you know, going back to work or um, getting that degree. Um, there's a lot that you have worth living for. I think you need to seek those things out wholeheartedly and just give it your best shot. Um, and then in terms of the last uh, messages in terms of, you know, man creating gas chambers, something as horrific as, you know, concentration camps and mass genocide, but also man's ability to walk through that. And I think that really transcends into what we are going through today with um, COVID-19. I know many people feel out of place Many are jobless, many are working from home, being stuck in school, not being able to walk, you know, at their commencement. It's really, you know, hard times that we're going through. And I know that, 
you know, through this suffering, you know, there is going to be a greater for benefit um, from us as society. And I think the great takeaway is, you know, what are you doing with this allotted time that you now have to better yourself as an individual? And I think you need to, you know, just tap into your potentials and see what you could do, whether it be something as simple as reading a book, you know, getting new information um, into your brain that you could help, you know, just become a better person. Uh, The last thing I wanted to ask of you guys today is just how are you going to turn your suffering into something meaningful? So no matter where you're at in life right now, no matter what you're going through, um, how are you going to go about finding meaning? And I think a great way to do that, uh, first and foremost, is to, you know, study the lives of people who have gone through troubling times or, you know, their failures in life. I think um, they have a lot to learn from. And in today, you can learn from a variety of ways through books, through videos, through films. Um, so go out there and do that. I think also creating your own work, uh, finding something that you're really passionate about and love doing um, and just putting all your effort into that. And I think also going into um, experiencing new things and, you know, loving other people, doing things that would benefit them and just giving back. Overcoming your tragedies is just going to be a lot simpler um, just because, you know, you're going to be well equipped to kind of overcome those different things that life throws at you. So um, just want to leave you all with that today. I hope you enjoy. Enjoy.